1: Welcome and thank you for joining us on another episode of Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. This is a show about your health, your life, and more with our rotating cast of experts. You can catch up on past episodes on talk1370.com slash experts. And if you have a question you would like answered by any of our guests, you can email us, asktheexperts at talk1370.com. Today's expert is Nathan Fork with Arbor Mutual. You can contact Nathan and his team at 512-695-7715. Or you can check them out on the web, arbormutual.com. Again, that's arbormutual.com. Nathan, welcome back to the program. Good to be here. So I know you work a lot with retirees and folks planning to retire within, let's say, the next 10 years. You see choices people are making with their retirement so what are some of the smart decisions people are making and what are some of the common mistakes?
0: That's a good question. We probably see uh, a couple hundred folks every month, I think, that come through our office. So we we see quite a bit. I think the smart decision, probably the smartest decision folks are making right now, especially considering where we are in terms of the market and where some of these folks are in terms of their uh, retirement plan and how close they are to retirement, I would say the, the smartest decision they're making is uh, protecting some part of their money a lot of folks will wonder how much is the right percentage of their total nest egg to protect, what, what percentage is right for them. And there's some general rules of thumb uh, people use. One of them, which is fairly well known, as the rule of 100. Uh, basically, the way that works is uh, just to kind of oversimplify it. If you take your age and use your age as a percentage, that's, um, that's roughly the percentage of your portfolio that should be safe. So if you're 60 years old, roughly 60% should be on the safe side. The other 40% should be uh, participating in the market. So uh, I think now's a great time to do that. Um, I, I congratulate a lot of folks that are doing that because I think uh, it's very smart. They're, uh, they're getting guarantees on their nest egg. They're protecting their money from stock market losses. A lot of experts, is, as you know, are uh, predicting this next 2008, the, the, the next great recession, Mm-hmm. No one knows what the future holds. No one knows when it will come, how bad it will be, who it will affect. But the, the, the question a lot of retirees have to ask themselves is, is it worth taking the risk now uh, when they're so close to retirement, when they've accumulated so much with this, uh, uh, with this bull market that's lasted uh, close to eight years? So uh, some mistakes we're seeing, uh, and we do see frequently – folks uh, who are working with advisors who are not really trained in the retirement phase, the retirement income phase. So these advisors are not uh, as well versed in some of the challenges that face folks in retirement. There's a whole host of new challenges and obstacles that, that, uh, that show up when you get into retirement. So it's important to work with an advisor who's, who's especially trained in that area. You can look at licenses and designations are sometimes a good thing to look at. Uh, the other common mistake we see is a whole lot of money just doing nothing. Uh, a lot of folks don't know what to do, so they uh, throw their money in cash or some type of a cash equivalent. Uh, I call this static safety. They have the safety, but their money's not doing anything. It's it's changeless. It's just it's just sitting there, and you don't want to have too much of your money uh, just sitting there doing nothing. And really, I I wouldn't recommend more than what you need for emergency funds uh, to be sitting there in a than cash or a savings account.
1: So I like that term, um, static safety, because it's so true. If retirement investors are getting almost no return for their safe money, why is so much money positioned this way? That's
0: a good question because nobody is really going to, uh, no one's really going to say that they're convinced that their cash or their CDs are the best investment for their money. A lot of people truly just don't know what else to do. They don't know they don't know any better. Mm -hmm. So uh, they figure that's better than losing their money in the stock market. I might as well just put it in cash, sit on the sidelines until I kind of figure it out. Um, A lot of people think the only option they have for safety is CDs or cash uh, or bonds. The problem with that is, uh, as you know, interest rates are so incredibly low. CDs are maybe around 1% and a good CD. Cash is even worse, but it's not very uncommon for us to see folks come into our office and they've got Half a million dollars or, or, or more just sitting in cash. So uh, we have, I mean, there are better options, much better options, but the the problem is uh, a lot of these options may not fit the business model of big banks and brokerages that that these folks are working with. So uh, these these big, very large mainstream institutions, big banks and brokerages, uh, are have to kind of stay focused on their business model, and that means having a bias towards, towards certain types of products and investment strategies and and uh, an investment strategy or product that might be very best for a retiree, maybe one that offers safety and a, and a reasonable rate of return, uh, that product may not fit the business model of the bank or brokerage they're working with. So chances are really good they're not going to hear about it from that institution or their advisor. And uh, also chances are really good that advisor is not going to be very knowledgeable about those types of products. So this is one of the reasons why we are independent, we're structured the way that we are intentionally, because we never want to find ourselves in a position where we can't offer what's best for any one of our clients. Um, I really, I mean, there are a lot of big banks and advisory firms who'd love to have, have me on their team, but I really can't stomach the idea of sitting down with a client knowing what's best for them, but not being able to offer what's best to them because my employer says I, I can't offer that product or I need to be selling something else. So the unfortunate thing is there are a lot of advisors who are um, in that pickle where they're not, uh, they're not able to do what's best for their, their client or offer any product uh, uh, that, that might be the very best for the client.
1: So what do you recommend for folks who want safety, but they're also fed up with a, with these low interest rates?
0: That's a that's a good question because that's the that's the rock and the hard place is a lot of people are concerned about market volatility. We've all lived through 2008, 2001. We know what the market can do, and a lot of folks are kind of biting their nails, waiting for for this moment to happen again. Uh, the that could be the rock and, and the hard place is these extremely low interest rates. So a lot of people are kind of caught in the middle. So this is one of the reasons why we use frequently fixed and fixed indexed annuities. These are um, excellent products for folks who want safety. They want a rate of return that's going to beat current CDs, cash rates. Um, In some cases, you can easily triple, quadruple what the bank is paying you in interest by using one of these types of products um, offered by an insurance company. But uh, a lot of, like I said, a lot of banks and brokerages have very limited options in this area. Some don't even offer them at all. So we find a lot of, a lot of uh, retirees and those planning uh, for retirement who feel like there's no real solution. There's, there's nowhere to go. They've either got to have their money earning nothing or they've got to take on this risk they're not comfortable uh, uh, assuming in their retirement accounts. So uh, uh, and we, we, we do, we do see this quite a bit. We help and we're happy to help anybody who wants to get a better rate of return for the, on their safe money than what they're getting in CDs and cash. And they want to keep that money safe. Uh, we recommend they give our office a phone call. They can go to our website and fill out a, a contact form. Um, and anybody who requests to come into the office is actually going to sit down with me. I'm not going to hand them off to another advisor We'll actually sit down face to face and we'll go over their situation, take a look at uh, what types of accounts they want to protect. Sometimes folks have a pretty good idea of which accounts those are. They'll say, hey, this 401k or this IRA or this money I have in the bank. Some folks come in and they're looking for a professional recommendation. They're not sure what they should do. So wherever people are on that spectrum, uh, we're happy to help them.
1: And if you're just joining us, this is Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. We're sitting down with Nathan Fort from Arbor Mutual. And if you would like to contact Nathan and his team, you can call 512-695-7715. You can also visit their website, arbormutual.com. Nathan, as you know, the market is done very well. What do you recommend for all those listeners who want safety for their nest egg, but they don't want to miss out on market gains?
0: That's a great question, too. A lot of folks, uh, we call this having your cake and eating it, too, right? Mm -hmm. We want the safety, but we don't want to give up the growth, the returns. Uh, And really, a lot of us have been a a, a little seduced by the stock market lately. I mean, over the last nine years, the market's been doing incredibly well. Last uh, uh, year, uh, in particular, has done really, really well. A lot of folks have seen great growth in their 401ks, their IRAs. Highest has ever and, been. Yeah, and the thought of pulling your money out of these accounts where you've you know, historically earned double-digit returns year over year and putting something into a uh, account that's going to earn 3% or 6% that doesn't sound that attractive. It almost kind of sounds counterintuitive. But what we have to remember is this gravy train isn't going to continue forever. And, and most people are very interested in the idea of selling and protecting their money when the market is up, when their accounts are up. That's, that, that's when you should take some of the chips off the table and, and leave the casino, so to speak. So, uh, but I do understand a lot of people would really like the, the opportunity to do better than a uh, 3% rate that they might be able to get in a fixed indexed annuity, but they don't want to take on uh, any extra risk. So you can do that in a fixed index annuity. So that's similar to a fixed annuity in that you are not exposed to any stock market losses, but the interest you earn, instead of having it declared by the insurance company, similar to a CD rate where it's locked in for a specified period of time with a fixed index annuity, the interest you earn is actually linked to the performance of the market. So this tends to fit perfectly for folks who want safety, but they don't want to totally miss out on the stock market. Mm -hmm. So uh, in in these types of accounts, if the market's going to do very well, you're going to do well in a fixed index annuity also. I mean, it's designed uh, to give you the opportunity to do better than a fixed annuity. And in years where the market does well, you're, you're definitely going to do much better than a fixed annuity. But you have that safety net in place, so if if the market takes a nosedive, you're not going to feel any of that in the fixed index annuity. So your worst case scenario in a fixed index annuity is that you just maintain your account balance to the next year. So you can earn zero, and we say zero is the hero, right? Mm-hmm. So anybody would trade a negative return for a zero. Uh, it's just. It's reasonable, right? Anybody would rather have a zero than a negative return. And chances right. are really good. If you earn zero in a fixed index annuity, that means you avoided a loss. So in, a, in an index annuity, the way my clients see it is it's, it's good news either way. If the market does well, the good news is you're going to earn much more interest than you would have uh, earned potentially in other types of safe vehicles. Uh, when the market is poor, the market is negative. The good news is you avoided a loss. So either way, uh, there's good news. So uh, a lot, and our clients have been very happy with these. And the important thing is to set expectations. You, you need to make sure if you use a fixed index annuity, uh, just remember you're not invested directly in the stock market. Uh, so you shouldn't expect to beat the market in good years. That's not the objective. The objective is to beat the market in bad years. Mm-hmm. And you will. Uh, in, in every bad year the stock market has, you'll, you'll do better because you'll earn zero instead of a negative number.
1: Nathan Fort with Arbor Mutual. If you would like to contact Nathan and his team, you can do so by calling 512-695-7715. Check them out on the web, arbormutual.com. We're going to step aside for a break. You're listening to Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Talk 1370. Welcome back to Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. Today, we're sitting down with Nathan Fort from Arbor Mutual. You can contact Nathan and his team at 695-7715. You can visit them on the web, arbormutual.com. Nathan, before we went to the break, we were speaking about fixed index annuities. And I know these have become one of the most popular sought out after safe money retirement vehicles. But I'm surprised that there are still so many people that don't know about,
0: you know, fixed index annuities. So why do you think that is the case? It's an interesting uh, thing for me to see because, uh, I mean, it's it's about an 80, 90 billion dollar a year industry. Uh, a whole lot of money from retirement accounts is being poured into fixed index annuities every year. But still, a lot of folks uh, either haven't heard about them or they just uh, don't know much about them. And we do a lot of Retirement workshops, and one thing we do is we'll talk in depth about fixed indexed annuities. And commonly, I'll have a, a good percentage of folks. So, say something like, I've, "I'm surprised I've never heard about this." So, why is it? Well, the truth is these uh, th- these products don't fit the business model of every large financial institution. Um, it doesn't mean it's not the right fit for the individual. It just means it's not the right fit for the business model of the bank or the brokerage that uh, that people are, are working with. So what is their business model? So we kind of sum it up with three letters. It's AUM, assets under management. As long as your assets are under their management, they get to charge you a fee. So they're very interested in managing your money in the stock market. A lot of these big firms are not very interested in uh, you pulling your money out from under their management and doing something else where they're not going to be able to, to capture those management fees. So there tends to be a little bit of a bias with some of these large financial institutions that a lot of these folks are, are working with. So that's one of the reasons they haven't heard about um, a fixed indexed annuity uh, simply because it doesn't fit their business model. So some banks are starting to offer a limited, what I call low grade indexed annuity. I think because uh, the demand is there and so they, they feel like they've got to offer something. But for most, for the most part, most uh, most do not offer it. So what we try to remind everybody of is you really need to be focused on your business model. You can't blame big banks and brokerages for being focused on theirs and having a bias towards certain products that are going to fit their model. Uh, but you need to have just as much a bias towards your business model. Mm-hmm. If If you need a particular... Uh, type of vehicle to add safety or add guarantees to your portfolio, and your bank or broker just not offering it. Well, you, you've got to demand it. You've got to go get it from wherever you need to get it. And uh, again, if that's the case, uh, we would hope you'd uh, uh, get a hold of us. Again, you can go to our website arbormutual.com, uh, fill out a contact form, and we'll be happy to show you all the options that uh, maybe your bank or, or broker just not offering.
1: So, in spite of the popularity, of these types of products there are still mixed opinions about them. Why is there not a consensus?
0: Well, I think really there's two parts to that. Uh, For one, a lot of, like I said, a lot of big financial institutions are kind of losing business to fixed indexed annuities. So they have a big bias against them. They're definitely not gonna recommend a product that will take from their core business model. Uh, If you think about it, if, if a large institution's model is to accumulate assets and manage those assets and charge a fee for that management, well, if you, uh, on the other hand, uh, sell an indexed annuity, that's going to be a pretty attractive alternative to, to some of those uh, managed uh, money options that, that the institution might be offering. So for, for some of these folks who might be a little more risk averse, they're probably going to be a little more interested in pulling their money away from that managed side and, and going with a, a fixed indexed annuity. And, and a lot of people don't know this, uh, but you can't charge a management fee on a fixed indexed annuity, so that's why it doesn't fit their business model. They're, uh, uh, they just they could sell the product, but they're not gonna they're not gonna charge those fees. A lot of these uh, companies will use uh, not just the companies, firms, and advisors will use pretty common one-liners as a, kind of a scare tactic to keep people away from some of these types of vehicles. So they might say something like, "You'll lock your money up," "You don't want to lock your money up," or "You'll miss out." On the great things the market can do. Uh, so when you understand the benefits of these products uh, and, and what what these how these benefits can affect your portfolio, the limitations seem very fair and reasonable.
1: Nathan, can you take a minute and describe the benefits
0: and limitations of an index annuity? Sure. It's very simple. If if you want the opportunity to do better than a fixed product uh, and really the best fixed rates right now might be found in a fixed annuity and you can find rates as high as maybe three and a half percent if you want the opportunity to do better than that uh, and we would even call this uh, market upside but you don't want any downside uh, that's that's what you're going to get right. in, a, in a fixed indexed annuity so uh, that's really one of, that's really the the uh, most general and basic benefit you're going to get from an indexed annuity market upside with no downside. Uh, in many cases, you can choose the index you follow uh, if, if, if you're into that. Uh, you're And you're going to earn anywhere from zero to as high as maybe 15% in your best year. So if you think of that as a range, anywhere from zero to 15%, uh, we've seen returns higher than that, but uh, I call those outliers. They don't happen often enough to really talk about them. But if you look at a an average that you could expect over time. We see a lot of averages between, you know, 4 and 6%. So you're never going to have a loss due to the stock market. And, and that's the first reason to use a fixed index annuity. If, if you want safety, if that's really important to you, and safety by our definition means you never take a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about this before, but safety doesn't mean the same thing to every firm. To some firms, safety means when the market drops, you lose less. To us, safety means when the market drops, you don't lose anything. So if you want safety by that definition and you want a reasonable rate of return, that's really where these types of vehicles fit. Uh, and there's, like I mentioned before, there's no fees. So uh, a lot of people uh, aren't happy with paying fees. Now, I'm, I am I personally believe sometimes... Uh, Uh, Fees are okay as long as you feel like you're getting what you're paying for. But the problem is in a lot of retirement accounts, a lot of folks don't know what they're paying in fees. There are certain types of investments that are not as transparent as others. So there could be fees that are not disclosed. And those sometimes could be two or three times uh, the fee you, you think you're paying. And then in some cases you tack on a fee from your advisor and so a lot of people just feel like their retirement accounts are getting nickel and dimed to death. Right. So it's quite a bit of a relief for a lot of folks to take a portion of their nest egg, the portion they want to see safe, protect it and and also just not have to worry about any expenses in the account. So they're going to earn anywhere from 0 to 15%, they're not paying anything in fees and it's it's pretty simple. So those are really some of the big benefits. Uh, the the limitations are one, you're not going to get all of the market on the upside. Kind of like I mentioned before, you're you, you can participate in some of the market on the upside, but you're not going to get all of it on the upside with none of the losses. There is no vehicle that does that, and there's nobody that that can do that. Uh, so that's where uh, when you understand that, this this doesn't really seem to be too good to be true anymore. Because the idea of getting all the market on the upside with none of the losses, well, that's that's too good to be true. That sounds too good to be true. Well, that's not what these do. These give you the opportunity to get some of the market on the upside with none of the losses. So those are caps or ceilings or spreads. And every company works a little bit differently in terms of how they limit uh, your participation in the market. That's Those are details we can kind of go over in a one-on-one uh, at the office and and the thing is, this is not as complicated as as some people want you to think it is. These these accounts are are fairly simple, and uh, I, I have folks from all different types of backgrounds, uh, coming from all different types of fields, come in and they can understand this stuff in a in a less than an hour meeting. Uh, so th- that's the first limitation is there's a limit to how much you can earn. There's there's maximum gains. The other is there's got to be a time commitment. Um, and, and this, this basically means that there's limited access to your money during a certain period of time. So this could be a six-year term. It could be a 10-year term. So the best way to remember this is in most cases, you have a certain, free, what we call a free withdrawal, or there's a percentage that you can access without paying a fee or a charge of any kind. And and it's fairly industry standard. that uh, 10% is that percentage. So with a $100,000 account, you could withdraw $10,000 every year with no fee, no charge. And after the term is up, so after the six years is over or after the 10 years is over, your free withdrawals are unlimited. So you can take out any percentage you want. So the only the only scenario where you would ever pay a fee or a charge in a uh, fixed index annuity is if you were to withdraw more than 10% in one year mm-hmm. during that term. Uh, of course, in some with some accounts, some companies will allow you to add additional benefits and features called riders. And sometimes those could come with charges as well. But you just want to make sure if you're adding anything extra to the account, you understand uh, that there are any charges, you understand what they are, and you understand really what you're getting uh, for those charges. Now we, for the vast majority of the accounts we use, there's zero costs. So there's nothing added that introduces any kind of a charge.
1: So if you would like to sit down with Nathan, you can do so, right, Nathan? I think you can. You said you would sit down with uh, any of our listeners and, and explain anything. Yeah, face yeah, to face. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and we we will. And I try to make a point of that in my seminars as well, because some folks will go to seminars and they have this experience where they're kind of handed off to somebody else. Or they, they they're under the impression they're going to meet with the individual who's presenting the information, and they're kind of disappointed that they right. don't. So, uh, yeah, you will sit down knee-to-knee knee with me and and you can unload any questions you have and I can show you you know the very best there is in this category and and uh, you you make the decision if this if you feel like this is right for you
1: again Nathan Port to get a hold of him his team you can visit dot we're going to step aside for a quick break and we'll be back with more ask the experts right here on talk 1370. Welcome back to Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. We're sitting down with Nathan Fort with Arbor Mutual, and we're speaking about index annuities. Nathan, why do some people choose not to use an index annuity?
0: Well, I'm the first to tell folks that an indexed annuity may not be right for you. And I am pretty adamant about this in my seminars as well. It really, if anybody chooses not to put their money in an indexed annuity, it's going to be because because they either have an issue with giving up some of the returns on the upside in the market, uh, or they uh, they feel like they're going to need to withdraw more than ten percent per year from their accounts because uh, you have those those two uh, those two commitments uh, you have to make or restrictions. Sometimes uh, these folks uh, happen to be a little more risk tolerant, so they're they're okay with taking risk to, to get the higher returns in the long run. So for them, safety is really not at the top of their list. So if there isn't some part of your money that you want to see completely safe from stock market losses, uh, you shouldn't use a fixed index annuity. It's not right for you. If, if you're comfortable with, with, with risk and you're tolerant of the volatility in the market, then uh, it's probably not going to be the right fit. But I, I happen to be uh, one that believes, and, and I'm not alone in this, a lot of experts uh, believe the same way, that every household should have some portion of their money completely protected from stock market losses. I had a conversation with a gentleman who came in uh, last week, he had pretty sizable nest egg and he had some plans of what he wanted to do with it. He wanted to uh, invest some in a startup company and he wanted to invest uh, some other money in some other risky ventures. And uh, the question I had for him is, uh, do you plan to invest your entire nest egg in either of these uh, these avenues? And he said, no, he said he'd more than likely keep probably a, Two or three hundred thousand dollars in cash, and I said, "Well, what are the chances of you needing that whole two or three hundred thousand dollars just sitting there in cash?" He said, uh, "Well, probably, probably not very likely." So, an, an idea I suggested for him is, "Well, what if you take a portion of that cash there? Uh, let's say there's three hundred thousand dollars sitting there. Let's say you take a uh, hundred or one hundred fifty thousand dollars of it." and put it in a position to where you're gonna earn a whole lot more interest than you would had that money just been sitting there in cash, and you still have the liquidity you need. And so uh, for him, that that made sense. So to sum it up, if you have an issue with um, giving up some of the returns on the market in exchange for the safety, or uh, you feel like you're gonna need access to more than 10% per year, then I'll be the first one to tell you, you should not be looking at a fixed index annuity.
1: But if you just have a bunch of cash sitting underneath your mattress, a portion of that would grow in an index annuity. And yep. if not, you would just end up at zero.
0: Yep. What I, yeah. Everybody should all, I mean, we recommend an emergency fund mm-hmm. and it's recommended you should have six to 12 months worth of your living expenses easily accessible in some type of a, a liquid account, an emergency fund. Right. Uh, if you have cash or cash equivalents in excess of that and you don't plan to withdraw more than 10% per year from that excess cash, uh, it shouldn't be sitting in cash, right. uh, in my opinion. You're not doing anything there. You could very easily triple, quadruple the interest you're earning on that money without adding any more risk to your portfolio Uh, It just, uh, it seems, it it really is a no-brainer for a lot of our clients. When when they see it that way, they say, well, yeah, I'm not, uh, that money shouldn't be sitting there. Let's, let's get a much better rate of return.
1: Try and grow it a little bit. Yep. So can all advisors offer an index annuity?
0: No, no. And this is, again, uh, going back to uh, what we talked about earlier, this is one of the reasons why a lot of folks have not heard, or some folks have not heard about a fixed index annuity. Uh, And some people think this is uh, kind of funny, but we've actually helped other advisors from other firms shop for indexed annuities for their own money. Uh, These are are advisors who are in the business of giving financial advice and selling products to their clients. But because of the arrangement they have with their employer, their brokerage, their indexed annuities, just not one of those products they can offer. They can't even sell one to themselves let alone their clients. Uh, but we've actually helped advisors get indexed annuities for their own money. So uh, that, that kind of proves the point that n- not every advisor can, can offer these. And uh, typically, uh, and this is uh, one thing uh, I, I do say in my seminars, I say, look, if, if uh, you go back and ask your advisor about a fixed indexed annuity... If they haven't already had that conversation with you, it's either because they, you know, one, they can't offer one. Or two, they can, but maybe they're not familiar enough with the products to be confident in striking a conversation with you about it. Um, or there's something else uh, they'd prefer to sell. So either way, to me, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, you, you don't have a product that your portfolio should have.
1: Are there any other
0: reasons why they wouldn't offer an index annuity? Um, those are two of the most common reasons. Okay, uh, they either can't or they they they're not familiar enough with them. Uh, and this is um, something I personally have been doing for about thirteen years, uh, working with fixed indexed annuities. So uh, we know the landscape pretty well. We we're familiar with all the carriers that offer these, um, and and the products and how they might differ extra benefits that could be offered. And so it's, it's not something you can uh, kind of become an expert in overnight and uh, uh, you, you don't want to be the first person your advisor sells an indexed annuity to uh, yeah. either. It, right. It, you you don't, don't want to want do them that be, trial. Yeah. Or, yeah. You don't want them to try it out on you. So it's best, you know, w- we go to specialists when we need something that's kind of a, a above the capacity of our, general practitioners, right? Uh, you go to a specialist, someone who focuses in that area. So I think this is, um, this is one of those situations where you should consult with a specialist. And I'm holding myself out there to, to be available to vi- visit with anybody who wants to have a conversation about how this could be a good fit for them.
1: If you're out there listening and you would like to get a hold of Nathan, you can visit his website, ArborMutual.com. Dot com again that's arbormutual com you can contact their office five one two six nine five seven seven one five again this is Ask the Experts and we're sitting down with Nathan Fort Nathan a common question I hear is how safe is an index
0: annuity of course all guarantees are backed by the financial strength of the issuing company now we like companies that are big old and highly rated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those are, and and when we uh, make that qualification, we, you know, disqualify a a lot of companies. That's not because there aren't new companies out there that aren't great. Uh, It's just, we have the freedom to uh, limit our business to large, very well established, uh, very old companies. And and that's what we do. Uh, Insurance company, uh, now by the way, every annuity, any kind of annuity, variable, fixed, fixed index, Uh, any annuity is offered by an insurance company. So even if you were to go to a a bank and say, I want uh, an annuity, they're going to go to an insurance company they're contracted with. And typically that's maybe two, maybe three different companies banks typically contract with. Uh, We're independent, so we can kind of shop the whole marketplace of insurance companies and and pick the ones that, that we like the best for our clients. Uh, but a couple things too. I think it's important to know uh, why these are uh, considered to be so safe. One is insurance companies have very strict reserve requirements. Um, insurance is regulated at the state level, and states are very serious about insurance companies being able to protect the integrity of their guarantees. So if an insurance company is going to come to Texas and uh, and, and and guarantee something to the people here in Texas, well, the state insurance commissioner wants to make sure they can, they can back up all those promises. And so, so these states will require uh, very uh, very heavy reserve requirements, and sometimes these are over 100% in reserves. So what this means is for a lot of insurance companies, they could give all of their policyholders their money back, uh, pay off all of their debts, and still have a surplus, still have billions of dollars left over. So if someone's looking for safety, what I would say is the best you can do is find the safest location uh, for your money. And uh, a lot of experts agree that the safest type of money would be a fixed or fixed uh, indexed uh, contract with a highly rated insurance company.
1: And again, this is Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. We're sitting down with Nathan Fort with Arbor Mutual. We're going to take our final break for this episode. And when we come back, we're going to speak a little bit more about index annuities. And we're going to touch on the subject on insurance companies and their safety. Again, you're listening to Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. Welcome back to Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. We're in our final segment, and we're sitting down with Nathan Fort from Arbor Mutual. Nathan, we were speaking about insurance companies before the last break. I'm not sure all insurance companies are the same. So how do you select the right insurance companies for your clients?
0: Well, the, uh, I'd sum it up with the, uh, the big three. Uh, we like big ones, we like old ones, and we like highly rated ones. Uh, and there are a lot of companies that will fit in all three uh, categories. So we, we'll work with some of the largest insurance companies in the world. Uh, some of these, uh, just to give you an idea of their financial strength, their financial stability, in 2008, when a lot of financial companies were having a really hard time, some of these insurance companies were actually lending money to help people out, okay. uh, help other companies out in 2008. Um, we like old companies because we like a long track record. We like a tradition of excellence. The fixed index annuities are becoming a very hot product, and so there's a lot of insurance companies that are uh, coming into the market um, many have come in in the last couple of years so uh, you know, for me I'd, I'd rather use a company if, if it were my decision with my own money I'd rather use a company who's been around um, a bit longer and has more of a track record also of course companies that are highly rated uh, so one of the one of the best, ways to uh, measure the financial strength of a company is to look at third party rating agencies. And these are very easy to find. Uh, There's uh, AM Best, uh, Standard & Poor's and Moody's. These are third party rating agencies and they have their own scales for how they rate an insurance company. And uh, and again, you can even go to these insurance companies. Well, many of these will have their ratings posted there, or you can go to the rating agencies. Uh, There's a lot of other websites that'll provide that information. But if you're going to go with a fixed or fixed index annuity, uh, you might as well go with with the best carriers there are. And because we're independent, we're not limited to uh, offering uh, certain companies. We can basically shop the whole marketplace. So you can branch out. Yep. So, uh, so that helps us feel like we're representing our clients, mm-hmm. whereas uh, some advisors are representing their employer.
1: Nathan, I know you're a leader in the Austin area when it comes to seminars you offer to the public, and I'm sure we have a lot of listeners who would like to attend one. Can you let our listeners know what to expect from a seminar?
0: Sure. Well, we, uh, I personally really enjoy doing seminars. We like to have fun in our seminars. They're They're very... Uh, there's there's no pressure whatsoever. I know some folks probably get these invitations in the mail and they feel like uh, they're going to go to uh, uh, a sales presentation and mm-hmm. get pressured into doing something they're not ready to do or don't want to do. And that's just not the way that we work. Uh, we try to be very respectful of everybody who comes in, respectful of your time. In fact, uh, I personally believe we're probably more respectful of your time than most other uh, advisory firms that do seminars Uh, And for really one main reason, I actually treat my seminar as if my seminar is our first appointment. So we get right to the point. Cool. Uh, In in the seminar, you're going to know exactly what it is we do. You'll know exactly how we do it. You'll know uh, how we're compensated. Uh, You'll know how your appointment will go. If you come in, I kind of walk you through that. Um, so I, I, treat it like it's a first appointment. So if you come in to see me, that's actually going to be our second appointment. And I don't, I, you know, my objective is not to get an appointment with everybody in the room. I think some firms work that way. So to do that, they'll keep their presentations very general, very generic They'll basically speak in terms everybody's going to agree with. Uh, so the likelihood of them getting an appointment with everybody is is much higher. And I've heard stories from folks who have gone to other advisors who will drag them through uh, three, four, five appointments before wow. they actually get to find out what it is that advisor is going to offer them, what they're going to recommend or what they sell um, and I don't know why they do that. Some of them might do that because they feel like they're going to maybe build a relationship with that person. And and maybe uh, after that, having that person invest so much of their time into these seminars, maybe it'll be harder for them to say no. Maybe that's what they're hoping for. I, I don't know. Uh, the way I see it is if the advisor has something that is going to help you, then uh, that should be very forefront in the conversation. And I, that's what's where in my seminars, we lead with exactly what it is we do. And I tell folks, if what we do is not what you're looking for, then please don't make an appointment. Uh, not that I don't want to help you. Of course, I'd love to help everybody. There is. But uh, if what we do is not what you're looking for, and if if our the products we use don't fit your goals and objectives, then I would rather you just you know, enjoy your meal. Maybe we'll be right for each other in, at some point in the future. Um, so, only if what we do harmonizes with your goals and your objectives, and only if you want safety for some part of your money, you want a reasonable rate of return, you want to miss out on the next 2008, you don't want to pay any fees, then you know, make an appointment and we'll, we'll sit down and we'll have our second appointment. And in 15 minutes, is kind of a, a commitment I make to everybody. In, in 15 minutes, I can tell you if I can help you or not. And I will explain exactly how uh, I will help you and what products we're going to use. We, we, don't, we don't play any games. Uh, I know a lot of folks don't have a whole lot of extra time. So we try to be very respectful of it. Uh, I know I don't have a whole lot of extra time. So uh, we deal, I deal with my clients and, and folks who come in the way that I would hope. Uh, people would deal with me. I would hope that people would be straightforward in the answers to my questions, that they wouldn't play any games with me. So that's the way we try to treat everybody with uh, with utmost respect and make sure they know uh, everything from the beginning. We, we talk about the good things and the bad things in the seminar, for example, about a, a fixed indexed annuity. And we get into the details about how they work and at the end of that seminar, uh, you may know more about a fixed indexed annuity than a lot of advisors who sell them. Right. Uh, just because we, we're pretty thorough in what we do. And again, we, we recommend that people make an appointment only if after knowing all of that, uh, they want to move forward and, and, uh, and come into our office and, and take the next step. So we don't, we don't use any uh, bait and switch techniques or, or anything like that. We like to have a good, enjoyable time with people. I don't leave after the seminar. I know a lot of folks will do that. I'll, I'll stick around and go, and I'll, I'll chat with people and, and talk with everybody. And uh, so it actually turns out to be a, a really pleasant experience. We, we make a lot of friends.
1: And Nathan, I wanted to ask you if there's anything else that you would like
0: to add especially uh, considering where the market is right now, uh, considering the uh, time frame, a lot of uh, retirees have, people uh, preparing for retirement, uh, now's the time to protect some part of your money. Uh, now's the time to take charge and to make sure you're not going to uh, take a loss that's going to change the rest of your retirement. So a lot of folks were, uh, you know, I've I've had a, some chats with some people who are a little hesitant to move forward and protect their money, not because they didn't want to protect their money, but because uh, maybe they had a relationship with an old advisor, mm-hmm. uh, and and they're afraid of damaging that relationship. Um, you just gotta uh, you got to do what's right for you. Uh, if if the advisor you're working with can't offer. The, the type of expertise uh, we can uh, with a fixed index annuity, then uh, you, know, it's, uh, you, you gotta make that hard decision and, and do what's right for you. At the end of the day, this is, this is your money, it's not theirs. Nobody cares about your money as much as you do. Um, and so really our objective, the, the way I see it, is to empower our clients to make really good decisions. So, so we're here not to tell our clients what to do, but to coach them and to to give you advice, to give you education, to make sure you're not making a decision based on a misunderstanding, Um, whether that's for or against uh, a a certain type of product or vehicle. We just want to make sure you're making an educated decision and you're aware of other options there might be out there. Uh, We've all heard the phrase, uh, knowledge is power, and uh, I would add to that that uh, knowledge is potential power. It, it's, it's only power if you choose to do something with it. I would say that's, that's common in our, in our meetings with our clients is what we try to just give them all the information they need to make a really good decision and, and coach them and encourage them to, to do the right thing with it.
1: Nathan, thank you for joining us on the program today. Yeah, thank you. Good to be here. Again, that's Nathan Fort with Arbor Mutual. You can contact Nathan and his team. Sit down with Nathan himself, 512-695-7715. Or you can check them out on the web, arbormutual.com. That wraps it up for this episode of Ask the Experts. Join us again next week. And if you want, like to catch up on older episodes, maybe listen to this one again. You can check out the website, talk1370.com slash ask. The Experts. And if you would like a question answered on air at any time, you can email us, the experts at talk1370.com. Again, you've been listening to Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one,
0: they're listening to audio.